0: This is the Reading Instruction Show. I'm your host, Dr. Andy Johnson. Today's topic Too much stinking phonics. There's a saying if the only tool you have is a hammer, all the world becomes a nail. Likewise, if the only tool you have to teach reading is phonics, all the world becomes a phonics worksheet. Let's take a look at some phonics facts. Phonics is the ability to associate sounds with letters or letter patterns. Phonics is one of four ways used to identify individual words as we read. The other three are analogies or word families, morphemic awareness or analysis, and context clues or semantics. Now, phonics instruction is very important, but it should never be taught as the sole component of any reading program. If reading instruction consists only of phonics, the other three word identification skills will not develop. Reading instruction that is effective simultaneously develops all four word identification skills. Now, some problems with phonics-only reading programs... Students who are struggling readers are often given programs that involve only direct instruction of phonics or other reading sub-skills. Orton-Gillingham does this. There are three problems with these types of phonics only programs. Number one, only about fifty percent of students with reading difficulties struggle because of phonetic difficulties. By assigning phonics only instruction to all students with reading difficulties, You are prescribing the same medicine for all, regardless of the specific cause of the reading difficulty. Number two, students with severe reading disabilities often have trouble processing graphophonemic information as they read. Now, this means they're not very good at using phonics to identify words as they read. Phonics-only programs focus only on what students can't do. This is like trying to teach a one-handed person to clap. And worse, the other two cueing systems, the semantic and syntactic, are not developed. Phonics instruction should be included. However, you must also include strategies and activities that enhance students' ability to use syntax and semantics. Again, the brain uses three cueing systems, phonics, syntax, and semantics. They use these three to recognize words as they read. We must include activities that develop all three. The third problem with phonics-only reading program. In general, phonics-only programs do not work. The National Institute for Child Health and Development reported that early emphasis on code-oriented activities and has performance on phonological awareness and pseudo-word pronunciation tasks, but they do not produce reliable gains on word reading or text comprehension. Instructional strategies that focus on identifying lists of words out of context is not authentic reading and does not teach students to read in authentic ways because it eliminates the use of syntax and semantics as word identification strategies. Now, three tips for developing the phonetic cueing system. Tip number one, teach the minimum amount of phonics necessary. The goal of any type of reading instruction is to help children create meaning with text not to sound out words. If children seem to be doing this without too much trouble, leave them alone. Tip number two. Instruction should be explicit, short, and briskly paced. Children do not learn phonics as much as they gradually develop the ability to use this cueing system. Explicit phonics instruction is necessary initially. But it should be brief and allow plenty of opportunities to practice reading. Nancy Atwell suggests that 20 to 30 percent of reading class be used for skills instruction. This means that 70 to 80 percent of the time, students should be practicing reading, reading practice. Again, the goal of reading is to be able to create meaning with text, not to do phonics activities or complete worksheets. And tip number three do not focus on phonics to the exclusion of the other cueing systems. Reading instruction should always be balanced. It should develop students' ability to use the phonetic cueing system, and at the same time, strengthen the other two cueing systems, the semantic and the syntactic cueing system. Now, a word about systematic phonics instruction. Phonics instruction needs to be systematic. However, Systematic phonics instruction does not mean that you have to follow a rigid plan where all students are taught the same skills in the same way and in the same prescribed order. (coughs) That you start at one end of the scope and sequence chart and work your way down. That does not mean, that is not what systematic phonics instruction is. Instead, systematic means that you have some sort of plan or system for addressing common letter sound associations such as consonants, consonant blends, and word families. You can use a basic scope and sequence chart to give you a sense of what skills to teach. However, the best scope and sequence chart is your students. You become kid watchers as Yetta Goodman says. You watch and listen to your students as they're reading. You see what skills they need and you teach these skills explicitly and directly. Directly, I'm sorry. Now, meaning-based reading teachers of which I am, are sometimes accused of ignoring phonics instruction. Of course, this is an absurd notion Effective meaning-based reading teachers use very direct and very explicit phonics instruction when appropriate. It is not the what of phonics instruction in which there are differing views. It is the how and the how much of phonics instruction. Whereas a skills-based approach sees phonics instruction as the main part of a reading instruction or an intervention. A meaning-based approach sees phonics instruction as one of many parts of an effective reading program or instruction or an intervention. As a result, skills-based reading teachers develop only one of the brain's cueing systems while meaning-based reading teachers develop all three. Now, there are three types of phonics instruction. Synthetic, analytic, and large unit. Let's look at each. Synthetic. Synthetic phonics instruction is the traditional skills-based approach that most people associate with phonics instruction. This is part-to-whole instruction in which students are asked to put letter sounds together to create words. Synthetic phonics usually is done in isolation, meaning outside a meaningful reading context, and it uses workbooks, flashcards, and other non-reading materials. It usually involves some form of direct instruction There is a place for this type of instruction. However, it should not be the only place, nor should it be the largest place. The second approach is analytic phonics. Analytic phonics instruction asks students to analyze sounds within the words they encounter in print. This instruction occurs within the context of authentic reading experiences. This can be done with language experience activities. It can also be done with big books, books students are reading, or in small group guided reading activities or instruction. And the third approach is large unit phonics. This is based large unit phonics on the brain's natural inclination to notice patterns and complete configurations based on partial data. When we look at words on the page, we tend to notice letter patterns much more than individual letters. So instead of using individual letters to recognize or construct words, proficient readers tend to use internalized patterns from familiar words stored in their long-term memory. These patterns could include the 30 most common photograms or word families or common prefix suffixes and roots. To utilize large unit phonics as a word identification strategy, students are taught to look for familiar letter patterns. The word identification strategies related to this are called analogy and morphemic analysis. Large unit phonics can be used to develop students' ability to recognize words. Activities here focus on word parts and letter patterns. Now, which one should you use? Synthetic phonics, analytic phonics, or large unit phonics? You should use all three of these approaches. The goal with phonics activities is to strengthen neural pathways so that students can process letters and words more quickly. By using phonics to analyze and identify words, Only, if this is the only strategy, it becomes cumbersome. This is a cumbersome and inefficient approach. So phonics instruction should be a small part of your total reading program. Make sure you give equal attention to activities that develop the other two.